And hello everyone, welcome to Chapter Tactics, where we go over tactics and strategies to help both new and veteran players alike. I am your host tonight, the one, the only, Demeki. With me tonight is the very beautiful, handsome, vivacious, again, lively, which that's what that means, all right? Luscious, bootylicious, Brick Taylor. Oh, you did the opposite way this time. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. I hope I'm, uh, hi, I'm back for another, it's like my second episode total. Yes. I did the sisters one and now I'm here. Yes. Yeah. All right. Hello. Hello. I'm, I'm also helping subbing in for a missing person today. Yes. Um, Matt will not be with us. He is doing some personal stuff. And so I am assisting subbing in for the topic today. Uh, and Demeki is our host. And, and with us is the wonderful, vivacious, bootylicious, <laughs> Raph. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> Raph's like, I never get to say Oh, no, you don't know what to Oh, crap. <laughs> um, hey, Jumpy, how you doing? Hey, what's up, guys? I'm here, too. <laughs> I am also all those SAT words <laughs> that S- they use. <laughs> Vivacious. What's SAT? Uh, um, I took the ACT. No, I'm joking. I failed. <laughs> Bootylicious is my favorite SAT word. Bootylicious? Yeah. Mm. What about Fergalicious? <laughs> that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Tebeki, what's also our topic is today? <laughs> so our topic today is how to get tournament ready. So the reason why we're choosing this topic today is because recently over this past weekend, I went to my first tournament. It was a team tournament, uh, but it was my first tournament. I was filling in uh, for Kenny Boucher from Next Level Painting on the Long War team. Uh, Marky also went uh, to fill in for Mike Haspel. His uh, plane got canceled. So... Uh, He ended up filling in for Mike, and uh, we had a grand old time. We had a pretty good time. So I figured, you know, after the craziness that was last-minute preparations to fill in for a tournament, uh, why not talk about how to get tournament ready? And since Bricky's been to a tournament. Yep, I've been to two, and one like a week or two before yours, so pretty recently. And John P's going to his first tournament. Yeah, this this topic is for me. (laughs) (laughs) And he's part of a league. I'm taking notes. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I figured, you know, this would probably be a great topic to talk about since most people have yet to go to their first tournament since COVID, you know, is a thing. So I figured, you know, we could talk about our experiences, especially with what's going on in the world and share some information and get people hopefully prepared to go to their first tournament and excited. Let's go. Sounds so, great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but before that, why don't we just go around the table and say uh, what's been going on? I already said what I was doing or what I did. Why what have y'all been up to John P, you uh, first. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> let's see. So I haven't been hobbying recently. Actually, no. I actually, uh, outside of dice check games, I haven't played many games, but uh, I'm playing a lot of Pokemon Unite. <laughs> this oh, has yeah. nothing to do with Warhammer. You can skip me. I, nothing's happened with me. <laughs> uh, I've been working uh, pretty hard on my, my Night Lords as of recently. Um, lots of kit bashing, lots of third-party stuff, really trying to get them all like my creative vision. I also find out that if you use heavy-duty epoxy to try to make a big puddle of blood, um, it doesn't dry ever. Oh, so, I was going to ask. <laughs> so yeah, I, like, so <laughs> I, I have been using paper towels to, to after like three days of it drying, I like right. dab away the ex- excess. It looks good still, but it's like, yeah. yeah. It, it's uh, funny because I went, so I went to his house, right? And I stayed there uh, since the tournament was in Irvine. And... Uh, like as I'm there, he's like, "Hey, does how long does it take for epoxy to dry?" I'm like, "I, I, don't, I don't know." And I, like I go up into the room, and it's like right there. And I was like, 
is it is it dry? Like, and I touched it. It was not dry. Not it, dry. it was it, it was three weeks <laughs> since oh I goodness. put it on. <laughs> I think I think there might be a setter that epoxy is normally used with. Probably like another chemical to yeah. set it. Yeah. Well, so so for now, I'm just going to make sure that's in the middle of my base, and I won't touch it ever. And then I'll be like, if you touch my blood, your model will get screwed. What up. If, uh, Don't tip it over. <laughs> what if you get? What if you get? This is starting to turn into a hobby talk now. What if you get like um, the stuff that they use to make water, like that clear. That clear that's stuff. That's like epoxy, yeah, right? Yeah, I have that. Probably use that instead. Yeah. I, that's what I bought. Oh, is that what you bought? I think this is a step I missed. <laughs> you might have missed a step. Yeah. I think I missed a step. <laughs> I, I also have the, the resin water stuff that I could lend to you that I was planning on using, but I'm not using. Hmm. Maybe I'll try yours. Perhaps I got the wrong brand. I thought I got the right brand. Uh, but regardless, Night Lords, paying, <laughs> the, paying them, really excited. It's yeah. going to take me a while because I'm like trying to go really hard on them, but... Hard on them is in like every model has like all these intricate details and stuff, but yeah, we'll see. That's cool. It'd be, yeah. really, it'd be really fun. They're smaller than Primaris, right? Yeah, though, if I'm not mistaken, I think in 2019, a lot of the CSM models got some revamps, or maybe it was a little bit earlier than that, or earlier as in like 2018, 17. Um, so the actual Chaos Space Marine models, Terminators, regular Venom Crawlers, Obliterators, they all look pretty darn good now. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, they're not as, they're still like, not as big as Primaris because the lore reasons, but they're not like those old really stubby tack marines or anything. All right, so now you've got your Space Marine Army is Salamanders. I, you your s- other your you say Space Marine Army, I say two thousand points I got from Indominus boxes. Okay, uh, you you play Sisters. That's my big one. You have Imp Guard. That's another big one. Your Chaos is now Night Lords, Night Lords. and then your Xenos is Necrons. Uh, yes, don't forget Custodians. Oh yeah, and your Custodians. Yes. Jeez. Which you is have like, so much Imperium. It's like half an army, yeah. Custodians. And then John P, you've got Admech. Yep. And Space Wolves. Yep. And Blood Angels. Yep. What's your chaos? Do you, don't, you don't, don't have, have one yet. yet. Uh, probably, I, I, I don't think I'm going to start another army anytime soon. Uh, yeah. Maybe, I mean, if we're still around for 10th edition, that's when I'll start the next army I'll start. It'll likely be either Chaos or Xenos, but I think... I'm staying put right now with these three armies for in terms of Warhammer 40k. That's okay. a smart man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, because I, I, <laughs> like the thing that I've noticed too, a lot of people have like at least one Xenos, one Chaos, and like one Imperium. Yeah, so. yeah. I just I just have a lot of Imperium. Y- yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a little bit ridiculous. I, uh, <laughs> you don't Adeptus say. Ridiculous. <laughs> hey, speaking of Adeptus Ridiculous, yes. would you guys like to know a did you know fact? Oh, yes. I would love to. Yeah. All right. So there is a, a wonderful moment during the Horus Heresy, or a little bit prior than this, uh, back when Horus was first appointed Warmaster, when all the brothers were all in a room like Sanguinius, Mortarian, Fulgrim, etc. And uh, Fulgrim and the Khan were having a nice conversation with each other. And it was something, Fulgrim was berating the con for something because Fulgrim's kind of a prick. And he said, as like, uh, Jagatai, you know, you got, I don't know very much about you. It's kind of strange. The, the Mars uh, or the tech adepts on Mars tell me you do strange things to your ships because uh, he makes them go really fast. And the con looks at Fulgrim and says, I've been told you do a lot of strange things to your warriors. Bile. Yeah. Fulgrim. Nice. Fun That's little good. thing. Con, con yeah. is really cool. Um, did you know it's actually uh, uh, lore accurate to forget about the White Scars? Really? really? The White Scars were constantly forgotten about by all the other brothers and not like considered very important. 
Kind of sad. That's that's very sad. Yeah, because well, they all thought they were like barbarians because Mongolian. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But in reality, without Jagatai, uh, Imperium would have lost the Horus Heresy by a large margin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's one of those like, uh, while you were having premarital sex, I was studying the blade. <laughs> and not the barbarians. I told you, you come to me for help. <laughs> Come Anyway. All right. Well, I guess that means that we're going to dive right into the main topic. Uh, so... That's Ooh. what I'm doing right now. <laughs> I got this. I know Matt's not here. I, I got it. I got it. We, I got we, it. We got an outline. I got it. We got it. We got it. We can, we can read down it. the paper. Dimitri, what do you have? <laughs> I got it. Okay, what yes. is it? Uh, this show is brought to you by <laughs> FrontlineGaming.org, where you can get amazing game mats for not just your 40K games, but almost any tabletop game out there. Purchase miniatures at a discount and join some of the largest 40K events in the industry. They also have the largest 40K podcast network in the business with shows like Signals from the Frontline, Chapter Tactics, which you're listening to right now, Ooh. 40K Game Changers, 40K Stat Center, Grim After Dark, and so much more. That's four... <laughs> That's frontlinegaming.org for, or you can either click on the link in the description of this podcast on all the social media goodies. Fortnite gaming. Fortnite gaming. Fortnite. Frontlinegaming.org, everybody. Don't forget. All right. Everyone close your eyes. If you're, if you're driving, please don't, don't, please don't close your eyes. You can't tell me what to do, <laughs> but it's been years or months since you've been playing Warhammer 40 K. You've poured blood, sweat, tears into the hobby and spent hours playing your army. The time has come to put your game to the ultimate test. It's time for your first tournament. So what do you do now? Is that a question or is it a, is it a, a Dean Kamen? Yeah. Yeah. What do you do now? Dean Kamen is the adventure of the Segway. Uh, it was it a Segway. Yeah, but he also fell off a cliff. Uh, actually, that, that was the <laughs> other guy. Oh, okay. uh, not him. Uh, it's time for a tournament, I yes, think. Yes. Yes. So, Bricky. Yes, sir. You went to your first GT. Uh, my first GT, yes. Yes. And that was the Dice Hammer GT. Correct. So, how was it? What, what were you expecting when you went? Well, I went to a t- uh, tournament before that, mm-hmm. pre-COVID, and it was an RTT, about like 16 players, or give or take. And this oh, was, okay. This yeah, was yeah. mid-8th uh, mid or late-8th, I guess, would be the, t- uh, be the case. Yeah. It was only three games. Um, I brought Imp Guard, brought a Bane Blade, first tournament ever. I got last place. I mean, dead Last. You got dumpstered. I, I lost every game. I went bottom. 16 out of 16. Uh, and I got a $25 gift card for sticking it out. It was nice. great. Uh, nice. cool. So I went to the Dice Hammer one. Uh, one of 36, 38 players, give or take. Yeah. Uh, and I got eighth. Uh, got top 10. <laughs> went four and two with Sisters of Battle. And it was a certainly interesting experience, both from a physical and mental point of view. Mm-hmm. Uh, Warhammer games are long. That they are. Three six, of them yeah. in a day. Six games and two. That they are. Six games and two. It's very weak. Yeah. I just think about how we feel after one stream. And yeah. that times three. <laughs> yeah. It, I can. I, yeah. In a weird way, it's almost like, in a sense, it's like driving. Obviously, you're standing up for a while. But it's almost yeah. like driving where driving six hours involves you sitting down doing nothing. But by the end of the six hours, you're like mentally and physically exhausted by being on mm-hmm. the whole mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you can't take your eye off the road. Absolutely. Can't take your eye off the game. Never. Yes. <laughs> John P. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> so did you like that? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds so corny. It sounds like something a basketball coach would say in a, like one of those kids' sports movies. Uh, you yeah. can't take your eye yeah, off the, the game. game. Johnny, you can't do that. <laughs> okay, yes. All right, so you're preparing for your first tournament. You're going to the SoCal Open, right? Yes. As am I, as is, all, I think everybody in the room's going. Yeah, everyone dies check is actually uh, going. <laughs> Uh, but you, you've been preparing though through league, right? Yes. So uh, t- tell us about your experience thus far doing league play. Yeah. So right now, I guess the league that we're in at our LGS um, allows us to pick a faction and then they allow us to run different lists um, for each game. So in, in that sense, it gives me experience playing a bunch of different lists uh, against a bunch of different armies. Uh, so it's it's playtesting. It's a great way to playtest, great way to get a feel for what it's like to play against people that you're not familiar with. Um, before the league, I actually have never played against anyone in real life that wasn't one of the dice check boys. So, yeah. We're not real life. That, that's no, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, watch, I'm going to touch Bricky, and it's going to go straight through him. Whoa! Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> Hologram. Ghost. Yeah. Are you, are you Patrick Swayze? I ran out of wounds. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, uh, leagues uh, are a great way to get ready for a tournament um, in that sense, especially if you want to test out lists, um, especially if you maybe you're, you have social anxiety like um, some of us do. You're not ready to go out in public, uh, especially in times like these where there's a pandemic. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then and uh, you, sir, went yeah, to a team event. I did go to a team event, and it was unlike anything that I thought it was going to be. It was it was really cool. I'm not gonna lie, team event. I think I would rather go to nothing but team events because it, there's the camaraderie between your own teammates, and then like everybody else there just having a really good time. Like it it was it was something special. Like granted, you haven't played a solo event yet. No, I have not played a solo event yet, which I will be playing at the SoCal Open. So um, what ended up happening was Wyatt came into town on Thursday. He got here on Thursday. Who's Wyatt? Uh, Wyatt's from Jack of Clubs Painting, which is also from the Long War podcast. Um, so Wyatt came into town. We met up with Wyatt on Friday. Um, Kenny was doing uh, the Lawn War podcast on Thursday and hurt his back. So Kenny reached out to me and said, hey, Demeki, can you play Death Guard for me at the team event? I was like, yeah, sure, I can I can run your list. I was just like, send me the list and let me know, and I'll let you know, like, what I don't have, and then, you know, I can get it from you somehow. So um, he was running two Defilers, uh, two Photo Blow Drones, uh, Lord of Contagion with Hulking Physique and uh, three Destral Terminators, Foul Blight Spawn, Mortarian, and three Play Burst Crawlers. So pretty much kind of like what he already played on the dice check during a BR against Matt. And uh, so all I needed was the Photo Blow Drones and the Defilers because that's what I didn't have. But uh, on Friday, as we're hanging out with Wyatt, we take him to go get something to eat. You know, we were planning on doing something here at the studio with Wyatt. And then the next thing we know, uh, Mike Haspel had to drop out because his plane got canceled. I, apparently, there was some shenanigans with Southwest or something over the weekend. So uh, his plane got canceled, and we were like, well, now we need another person to fill in. So we called Marky, and we were like, hey, Marky, can you fill in with Death Watch? So Marky brought Death Watch. And, oh, uh, he brought his death watch. He, yeah, he brought he his brought death it. watch. Yeah, he brought hey, it. I did pretty well, too. I went undefeated <laughs> in losses. <Yeah. laughs> but um, 
but yeah, Mark Marky went in there and cleaned house. That man went four and one, and I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna go five and zero. Oh. But it it was it was very interesting. A team tournament is very different than solo play. Um, the reason why I say it's different is because the way that this event was set up was there were five tables, right? Uh, five tables were each different terrain setups. So you had like light terrain, medium terrain, and then like a couple of tables of heavy terrain. Something that we're more used to, right? So what happens is is that the two coaches or captains come up for the team, they roll off. The first person to win gets to choose the first table. So you so normally they'll like choose a good table and then maybe put their best army forward, or they might put their lame duck army out there to kind of bait a better army to take it. So and I was the lame duck army. <laughs> you were the fall guy. I didn't even know. I didn't even know. I was just like, oh, this, this, all right, this looks maybe like it's competitive. I, I didn't know. Like, I was just like, all right, um, I, I'll see what I can do with this. Sure. Cause I never played with defilers before. So, or the photo blow drones. But the photo blow drones explain themselves. I just didn't know what to do with the defilers. But yeah, it was so like, it, it, and it keeps going back and forth until all five matches are set. And then once they're set, Whoever wins, like whichever team gets three wins, wins that round. And then you keep doing that. So the first day was three games. The uh, second day was two games. And then at the end, they calculate points. And then whoever has the most points is the, you know, number one. If, if there's like tiebreakers, I'm sure like if somebody wins 5 0, they just win. Yeah. I'm, I'm not 100% positive. I wasn't really paying attention. I was just rolling dice and having a good time. That sounds neat. It sounds like a, there's a like a meta game within the <laughs> the meta game. Yeah, it's yeah. very interesting because like even Kenny was explaining it to me. So like normally you have someone build in like a, a quirky list, like a skew list. Yeah. To to just kind of like soak up points, not not win, but just soak points up, so that like if you do get into a tiebreaker situation, like you have enough points to 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 overall win. The event. Often you might have a person build a list that is really good at killing <sighs> admech or something. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, therefore we're fighting admech. Cool. We'll send the anti admech <laughs> man yeah. to him. Dude, I fought every meta Drukari and admech list <laughs> that weekend. I swear. I fought Drukari twice and I fought admech once. And then I fought Emperor's Children and then I fought a Eldar mix. As my final match. It's like Craft Worlds and Harleys or something? Or? No, it was uh, Craft Worlds Drukari. Ah. So you essentially yeah. fought Drukari three times. Yeah, I essentially <laughs> fought Drukari <laughs> three times. That's yeah. brutal. Oh, and not to, we should mention that this is pre-Admech FAQ. Yes. Oh, they yes. weren't using it yet, so four up, Wounded Radio Carbine. Yeah, so dude, it was great. Rounds. It was great. I was standing, I was sitting there, and I was like, he's about to kill Mortarian with just Katari. And I go, hey, didn't they FAQ in Rich Rounds? And he goes... Oh yeah, this is pre FAQ, and I was like, huh, <laughs> huh, huh. Hey, buddy, huh? it's turn one. Can you take that Mortarian off the board, please? <laughs> I was just like, oh, nice Morty you got there. Be a shame if I were to enrich Browns it. <laughs> Which actually goes into our first topic, I think, pretty darn well because we were talking about prep mainly, right? For prepping for tournaments for big things like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And oh, the- hold on, but I wanted I wanted to tell my story for John P. Real quick. My oh, you got a story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do all it. All right. So this is the Admech game. Okay. All right, all right. This is the only story that I wanted to say about the game. All right, or about the matches. So in the Admech game. PBC towards the middle. There was a middle objective. Okay, Playburst crawler. So yeah. I put the Playburst crawler in, in the middle. There's a tank there. So the Admet tanks there, right? I tried to kill it, didn't kill it, but he shoots it, kills the Playburst crawler. I auto explode. Mortal wounds the tank. 
He has to roll. It explodes. Kills three characters. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. It was like the Marshall uh, Adominus. Yeah. And I think something else. Oh, yeah. And he didn't brutal. take assassinate. No. Oh. <laughs> it was great, though. It was a good feeling. It, like, I lost the match, but then I was like, but I won. You won. You, <laughs> yeah, you won that one. <laughs> Ooh. But yeah, that, that was my story I was saving for you. So yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. Remember you telling me about that? That was funny. Yeah, was yeah, yeah. All right, so yeah, so list construction, right? Mm -hmm. For prep. So I've I've kind of been toying around with my list for SoCal Open. Have y'all yet? Um, if I'm running the Sacred Rose list, I think I'm running. Because it's, mm -hmm. it's either I finish Night Lords and I, and I just roll dice for fun. Yeah. Or I run a variation of the Sacred Rose list I ran prior. And... Um, a little, a little bit. You know, you run the list. I run ran those six games, and I said to myself, I should drop this, 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 and add these mm -hmm. instead. Um, I don't know about you, John P. Uh, where, you're, where you're trying to – have you practiced the list you want to run yet? Or Yeah, I'm probably going to run a Space Wolf successor list of some kind. Um, it's kind of just the standard stuff that people are running with Space Wolves. You get a Chapter Master. You go with the double exploding sixes build, reroll everything, <laughs> get a bunch of sixes, uh, get like 30 hits with Thunder Hammers somehow. Um, yeah. That and probably You're playing um, whack a mole with those yeah, essentially, yeah. Uh, that with the librarian, um, as uh, to provide me all that utility, fight last cool stuff. Um, I had to watch my language there, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, gonna play a variation of space walls, probably if not. Um, but uh, well, it's either that or I'm gonna play admech, it depends on how I feel after my five games at the league, but I'm heavily leaning towards Space Wolves right now. Just got to represent, you know, my, my OG faction. Yeah, because playtesting is important. Because, uh, like, I'm doing the same thing, too. Like, I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to probably play Death Guard at SoCal Open, preparing for the tournament. But I have Dracari in my back pocket um, just in case. Um, everybody's probably like, ah, oh, Meta Chaser. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, me like, too. Nah, dude, like I've had my Dracari forever, so... <laughs> yeah. um, but, I mean, it, it, the, the thing that, because, like, list preparation is important, and the thing is we're going into a tournament now for us where we're going to have brand-new Thousand Suns Codex, and we're going to have a Grey Knights Codex. Yep. So now we got to take that into accountability. And, like, I know probably people do the same thing in preparation for a tournament. You're like, like, because, like, like, you have to submit your lists at a certain time. So you got to, like, take into everything into accountability up until the point where you need to make that list submission. And then once you do that list submission, it's set. Yeah. Like you can't do anything else. Yeah. So like now you got to really think long and hard. Like, is this it? Is this the, the all comers list? So like you gotta, you gotta build the list and you gotta play test it. Have you been doing any of your play testing? Uh, I haven't play tested my newest iteration yet, uh, right. but the people I fought at that tournament was a huge spread. Yeah. yeah. It was knights, nids, Grey Knights, Iron Warriors, which was the double Lord of Skull, Brass Scorpion, mm -hmm. Custodians, and Ultramarines. So I was pretty all... Uh, no one was playing Admech in that tournament because the only Admech player had a TO. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but there was, like, it was a nice spread of, like, lots of different kinds of armies, right? Yeah. Nids for the Horde, lots of elites. And it made it... It was pretty easy to tell what I needed to swap because I looked at the list and I said, almost every game X was unperforming. Right. Or why was great, and then you can remember. Okay, put can I put more emphasis on what was doing great, and then drop what was doing bad and swap it around. So yeah. I had an Exorcist, the big organ tank. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, I, I was I brought it because I didn't have anything else really, and I painted it nicely, and I that was why I wanted yeah. to do it. You um, show it off. It's beautiful. I wanted <laughs> to show it off. Yeah, um, I got second best painted, yeah. so you know it works. It, yeah. it, it worked. It, 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 it carried you in that aspect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it was awful. It, it barely did anything. And that was 180 <laughs> points. Yeah, uh, and so I had a bunch of penitent engines that were great threats, but didn't do a lot. So now I'm taking, instead of four penitent engines, I'm taking three mortifiers for all their heavy bolters and then more retributors and larger squads of retributors instead of the exorcist um, because sacred rose have a, a good strat that works with retributors surprisingly well. Yeah. Um, and retributors are retributors. So, you know, they're, they're always good. Uh, but it helps you know, like, okay, drop some of this, add some of this, really kind of me- mix it around a little bit. Yeah. Are you are you basing it off of secondaries that you plan on taking to? Uh, a little bit. So Sacred Rose is entirely, my whole build is dedicated around buffing up a ton of mortal wounds mm-hmm. and also getting max points on the secondary where all you got to do is spend Miracle Dice. Yeah. Because Sacred Rose works where every time you spend a Miracle Dice on a four up, you gain a new one. Right. Yeah. So... Even in the charge phase, I'll just use two miracle dice to auto fail a charge, mm-hmm. but then just like I'll roll, I'll have double ones. I'll just use both so I can perhaps roll again to get better miracle dice, and I still get points for spending. Right. That, so that's neat. That's it, a nice way to score points, right it, there. It works out surprisingly <laughs> yeah. well. And then I take Saint Catherine, which assists me, and I, I could spend a whole episode talking about the list. But but point being that lots of little uh, action units for engage mm-hmm. or banners, etc., things like that. So. Yeah. What about you, John P., for your list? What, like, what was the prep that you've been basing your list around, like, for secondaries and whatnot? Because, I mean, I feel like that's what most people should be doing is building their list to focus on their secondaries. Yeah, uh, the way my list is kind of built is uh, same. I have, like, a bunch of little fast units to go places, be places that I need them to be. Um, but my list is pretty, uh, it's pretty go to objectives, stand there, and then make you come to me. If you don't come to me, I score a bunch of points. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have like a bunch of throwaway units. Like uh, the beautiful thing about Space Wolves, you can run a 15-point Cyber Dog and you can pl- run that Cyber Dog onto an, a midfield objective and score you points for oats, for Stranglehold for one turn. And it makes your opponent has to shoot downwards at a 15-point dog. And then you can also make them feel bad about killing a dog. I was about to say, you're so mean. <laughs> you did that to me. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the best part is sometimes they'll have to make weird risks for that dog. Yeah. Exactly. Like they might take that 20 blob of Skatari and, and send two of them at the dog. Yeah. yeah. And then they just roll bad and they miss. Yep. Like, oh, am I actually going to have to fire a last cannon chicken at this <laughs> dog? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And plus the, the, the whole thing with Space Wolves, too, is like they are like a countercharge army. Mm-hmm. Like they throw something, throw some chaff out there um, and maybe put someone, they, it draws the opponent's attention out. And then once uh, they're, they're, they're vulnerable, that's when you, you know, go in and do your business. Yeah. I like to do the same thing with the chaos spawn. Yeah. Like take two chaos spawn because they can be in any unit of one. Just use those to try to get engaged. Yeah. And then also it's like, oh, you're not going to do anything about it. All right. He's just yeah. going to get me engaged. He's going to points. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. All right. How about, how about you, Demeki? Um, for my list, uh, I got some crazy shenanigans going on. I did change. Mortarian is not in my list right now. One iteration right now. I need to do play testing though. Yeah. <laughs> cause, cause like all league I used Mortarian. So I, I need to do some play testing. I'm also adding some units that I don't have built or painted right now. So I need to get those done uh, and then play test it and see how it does. Yeah. Well, we got a little internal play test group here. So yeah, boy, yeah, boy, yeah, boy. Uh, but, yeah, besides list construction, right, one thing that you need to be familiar with on the day of 
is the event handbook or its code of conduct, uh, so to say, because every event has certain rules, uh, like maybe no club dice. Uh, there's might be different rules for being battle ready. Uh, so, th- I mean, the event handbook is also something that you really need to be familiar with before you go to any of your events. Um, did you happen to look at the event handbook before you went to the GT? I did. Uh, often it's the stuff that seems probably pretty normal. Uh, paint your armies if you want your points, make sure mm-hmm. they're base, three colors, all that kind of usual stuff, uh, which is more or less in the actual games book now. Uh, but the big things that a lot of people will either forget or need to remember is that, hey, uh, if you're having a proxy, mm-hmm. even if it's like a different weapon, Generally, you want to take a picture and email it to make sure they get the okay. Mm-hmm. The guy who was running the Lord of Skulls and Brass Scorpion, the Brass Scorpion was a giant Adams Family hand from a war, oh. from a war like Lord Titan. Oh, that's cool. It was a giant hand that looks like a scorpion. Yeah. And it was the coolest thing ever. And obviously, he got the okay for it because yeah, it was yeah. roughly the same size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's an important thing to remember. Um, often, the code of conduct is just don't be a dick. Yeah. Uh, wear deodorant. Yeah, very important. Yes. Well, we'll, we'll get we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll, we'll get uh, into that. But that's like the uh, tends to be a lot of that main stuff. Uh, it normally covers things like proxies and third party models, things yeah. of that nature as well, just to be sure. Yeah. Calling um, for advantage. And, and by the way, when, when, when we're talking about the event handbook too, we're talking about non GW. Like we know GW has their own event handbook. Um, and it's even more strict than some of the things that we're talking about right yeah, now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you really want to know what EW's event handbook's like, uh, you can go find it on the Warhammer community. But, like, even uh, ITC, like Frontline Gaming, they have their own event handbook. Uh, Dice Hammer, the events that we've gone to have theirs. Um, I haven't really looked yet. They're they're incredibly straightforward. Yeah, it's I basically bet. what I said. It was like, hey, you got a proxy? Show us on email. Make sure it's okay. Luckily, I had someone there to yeah. just be my coach and be like, yeah. "All right, this is this is what we do." And like, I was just like, "I'm going to be super nice. I'm not. I'm going to be a good boy. I'm not going to get a yellow card. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be good." I mean, I, I think another thing you should also check for, I guess, the handbook is maybe like what they might also tell you what the recent FAQs they're going to be using are. Yeah, uh, like what the yes. call update is. Yeah, and then also uh, you also could get a chance to scout out maybe missions or like. Uh, their possible terrain setups. Yeah, the uh, missions were on use. there. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay, yeah. You could use that to scout, maybe like uh, set up the missions and terrain on like TTS or something, practice deployment, mm-hmm. uh, practice, you know, get a little practice gaming with your inner circle. <laughs> uh, list cutoffs. Oh, uh, yeah. Very important. Yeah. The last day you can put your list in because no one likes to tailor for lists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so besides that, so tools for the days, right, or for the day or days, uh, whether you're going to RTT or GT. Main thing, nutri- let's start off with yeah. nutrition, first, right? Yeah, first thing, the you got to fir- take care of yourself. Yeah, <laughs> the first important thing, hydration. So um, for my event, they, they have water there. Uh, luckily, I didn't have to bring a huge hydro flask with me or a camelback or anything. I didn't feel like I was going back to war. Um, so <laughs> even though I was going to war, <laughs> technically. Going to war hammer. <laughs> war hammer. Um, but, yeah, they, they provided water there. And uh, luckily, the venue where we were at, it was uh, on top of a bowling alley. Like, it was in a bowling alley, but upstairs. Huh. Um, yeah, it was it was really cool. It was That's really cool. nice. Like afterwards, um, you just go bowling with the boys. Yeah, yeah. or well, you can go down the bar. They had a full service bar. It was nice. Not every place is like that, but yeah. often they will have water. That being said, de- still bring your own yeah. water to yeah. an extent. Yeah, um, hydration is super, super, super important. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Your days are minimum nine hours. Yes, often longer due to in between time and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. 
Mm-hmm. And so that's a huge part of it. And of course, food. Uh, people might load up on McChickens. If you, if you, if that's you, that's fine. But yeah. as far as I'm concerned, you get yourself some of that quinoa. Yeah, get a you need to be bar. healthy for yeah. this. Some I mean, trail mix. Obviously, you know your own body. If you know you can handle like that number one with a side of extra large fries and cheese all over it, then go for it. But uh, I wouldn't suggest that. We, we yeah. would suggest vegetables, <laughs> some carbs, but not too many carbs. And and obviously, you know, coffee, unfortunately, is not a vegetable, nor is it a water, <laughs> so to speak. Yo, I got to have my coffee. I ain't going to yeah. lie. I know, I know, but don't only drink coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll yeah, get yeah. a headache. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe. Well, I mean, you know you know what's funny? You Spe- don't drink coffee. Sp- speaking of nutrition, so the, the whole time I was there, um, I didn't fart once. <laughs> Like, I didn't have the yeah. urge. Yeah, and as a Death Guard player, we're naturally stinky people. I was about to say, yeah. you, know? you, you gave your opponent the advantage of clean air. Yeah, I did. It was it was odd, though. I was like, man. No wonder like, you lost your games. Yeah, yeah I, I was like, man. You were missing something. I, I should have used chemical warfare. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds to me like you were better than a lot of some tournament players I know. Yeah, well, I mean, I've, I've been to Magic the Gathering tournaments. And That's very true. In Europe. Don't rip yeah. ass when you're playing, please. Yeah. Or do, if you're Death Guard. Or do if you're, if, or do if your enemy's being particularly mean. <laughs> hey, you're that frog. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, eat well, drink a lot of water. Yes, 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 yes. and just be be kind to your gut. Yeah, be mindful. Yeah, yeah. Be mindful of other people. <laughs> so, besides the nutritional part, so now we get into the physical part. So you're going to be on them feet for hours. You're going to be in your clothes for hours. At least the first day is not hours, guaranteed. Yeah. So you need comfortable clothes. You need comfortable shoes. I have a go-to shoe that I go to. What about y'all? Yep, same. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this guy, the Ultra Boost for me. Dude, yeah. same. Yeah, same. Yeah, let's go. Same. Yeah. Same. Exactly, yeah. Same. Ultra Boost. Hey, Adidas. Adidas, yeah. sponsor us. <laughs> sponsor yeah. us. No free ads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wear some pretty good shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Pretty good shoes. Yes. Um, yeah, shoes are, are huge. Uh, often you'll be standing more than you'll be sitting by a large margin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you might sit more in the final game or something, but you still have to often stand up, move your models around. Yep. Do the usual thing. Yep. Yeah, roll some dice. Roll some yeah. dice. Um, that is important. Personal hygiene, obviously, is very yeah, important. very important. Please, obviously, it should go without saying. Though it has to be said, wear deodorant. If you can. Uh, I know some people are, like, allergic. Sure. Then, then, to certain things. Then spray like, some yeah. cologne. Yeah. I don't know. Just do something. Axe body spray. Axe chocolate. The high Ooh, st- Dark Temptation. The high school uh, number yeah, one. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides that, make sure you always locate where the bathroom's at. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yes, definitely. Because it's, it's you don't want to, one, possibly waste time by looking for one. Yeah. And two, you know, if you're... Obviously, we want to assume that everyone has the best of faith and everyone's playing fair. But if you have to use the bathroom when your opponent's doing a movement phase, for instance, eh, it might be best to be quick. I had to do a movement. Well, not like a movement movement. But I had to, I had to go to the little boy's room. Get during, a bowel during, movement? No, no, not that movement. Okay. I didn't have that movement. No. Nah, I had to go to a little tinkle. But, like, <laughs> I, it did happen during a movement phase, and I was, like, in and out. like Yeah, just in so. case. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. We, we always assume the opponent has the best intentions. But... I mean, so, that match, yeah. I kind of looked at it, and I was like, 
I ain't winning that one. Like, <laughs> like that one, I was just like, he's moving. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Was that the Admet game? No, that was the Drew Curry with ah, nine Kronos uh, game. Ah, the Kronos. Ah, yes. Nice yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you, you never know. Tournaments kind of bring out some odd sides of people sometimes. So yes. I, yes. I totally understand, like, going to the bathroom in and out quickly. Yeah. Um, and you should be going in and out quickly, probably just in general. You're normally on, on the clock. You would oh, use true. the bathroom oh, between yeah, yeah. games. Yeah. But often, you know... It, if you're playing custodians, you're probably okay. If you're playing guard, maybe be a little fast. Yeah. <laughs> one, one thing that you should probably bring to with the current state of uh, the world, you should definitely probably bring some disinfectant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like maybe some, uh, what are they called? Wet ones? Like wipes. The wipes. Oh, yeah, the wet wipes. wipes. Yeah, yeah, wet wipes. Those, those, hand those sanitizers. Little, uh, yeah. like flossing size things you get from like Bath, and, uh, bath and Body Works. Yeah. yeah. A little bit of sanitizer. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then also uh, j- bring a mask just in case. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I brought one. Um, I was, I'm vaccinated. My, and I'm, I'm guessing, I'm hoping everyone that was there who didn't mask up was, was vaccinated. Um, I'm, I'm sure they were. Everybody was great. Um, so yeah. Sometimes your opponent might be wearing a mask, and they might respectfully ask yeah. you to also wear one. And yeah. if they do, you know, then oblige. Have yeah, a mask yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, just just be nice to one another. What, yeah. what is it that they always say? You know, you know, you know, treat others the way that you want to be treated, yeah. right? Yeah. No, so yeah. I mean, I guess in terms well, of the whole physical thing, I, I kind of think of like going to a tournament as like going out to the city, like for the whole day. You know. Yeah. You know, bring everything you need. Maybe like a little backpack. Um, you know, be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Hand sanitizers, all that good stuff. You say trios, which uh, you want to be treated. But the guy I fought brought Jazar. So as far as I'm concerned, he has no respect for me. Now, King Jazar is a boss. Well, I mean, the the, the guy with the nine Chronos bit me over the table, and you did. Yeah. And as far as I'm, that's concerned, the way I wanted it to be oh, treated. Oh yeah. That's right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, oh, so pen. Yes. Uh, pen. 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 Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, this being my first uh, event, um, I showed up really unprepared. And it was just because literally Friday I had packed everything that I thought I had needed. I brought my dice. I brought the models I needed. I packed clothes, luckily. Deodorant, toothbrush, toothpaste. And luckily, Bricky provided me with shampoo and soap. Yes, so, sir. Uh, thank you, sir. You're welcome. <laughs> but... When I got to the tournament day one, I did not bring a pen or pencil, and I also did not bring my measuring tape. Hmm. So during round one, I had to use my opponent's measuring tape, and he was nice enough to let me use his measuring tape. (laughs) I was like, hey, uh, I made a (laughs) boo-boo, and I left my measuring tape at home. Uh, he's like, where do you live? And I was like, I live in San Diego. So uh, <laughs> that's not happening. <laughs> Can I use yours? And then, like, I, right after that match, I went straight to Target because it was lunch break. And I bought a, a tape measure. <laughs> so yeah. uh, It's um, not only that, but uh, also remembering. John P., what were you going to say? What was that guy save say? me save me from this because I'm forgetting what I was gonna say. Uh-oh. 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 What was I gonna say? Uh-oh. I don't know, make a checklist of all yeah, the things yeah, you yeah, want to yeah. bring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember it now. Okay. I remember now. Um it's it's a small uh, small thing, but a little thing of super glue. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, I brought that. Yeah. Yeah. Often people break stuff like a little antenna or something snaps and, and especially your opponent. Yeah. You know. Dude, I was the hero. Like everybody was like, yo, you got super glue. I was like, dude, I ain't, I don't just have super glue. I have super glue and quick set. Ooh. I was ready, baby. Ooh. Yeah. And for some reason, the super glue and quick set isn't working. Stick attack. Yep. Stick attack also works. Yeah. 
I've, I've had many a times where I, I have seraphim. Seraphim are flyers. They are oh. on little bases, and they go snip. And <laughs> I, with those snipping, I got to be like, okay, here we go. Dude, every time I took Mortarian out of, out of the foam, I was like, like the wing's going to snap. Because, <laughs> like, one of the wings is kind of loose. It, it is super glue. So I was like, oh, he's going he's gonna to snap. Like, I feel it. He didn't snap. He didn't snap. No, he didn't. Dude, Morty is resilient. Yeah. <laughs> not Disgusting. only in game. Ah, not only in game, but the model. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of revolting, let's talk about our opponents. Yes. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> besides them being revolting. <laughs> so one thing that you should you should do as a nicety, I had some, luckily. Um Kenny is a is a wonderful human being. He printed out everybody's lists. And gave them to one of our fellow teammates. I think it was Kenny. It might have been Zach. I'm not. I'm not 100 positive, but I'm pretty sure it was Kenny. Uh, printed out all the lists, uh, gave them to one of the other guys, and they handed them out to us. And it was five copies, so that we can hand them out to the opponent. The only person I didn't have theirs was Mark, but like understandable because like Marky had to submit his list like the day of. Um, so like we handed those out, and yeah, it, it was good. Like I, I. Didn't have to explain as much, which is nice. Or, like, my opponent could just look and be like, hey, what is this? What does this do again? Like, m- but most people, when I said stench vats, they were just like. <sighs> <sighs> so I didn't stench charge. Rats. So I fight last. That was, that was no the opposite what. of what I had. <laughs> they were like, are you running more of a fall? I'm like, nah. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're not, what? What do you mean? <laughs> I can't buy her. <laughs> yep. Yeah, she sold out. Um, actually, uh, I found that it's really helpful to have two copies of your list. Yeah. The one main one you can take off Battlescribe or something. Yeah. And also a little Google Doc you put with the assumption that your opponent knows what you have. Yeah. So you just type in Morvin Vol, Celestine. Yep. Two squads of five Battle Sisters, mm. 20 with four Storm Bolters. You know? Yeah. 10 Repentia. You don't need to have all the little details. Yep. Because if your opponent, like if, if, if uh, John P gave me a thing and it said six blade guard veteran, I'd be like, I know that. Yep. Yep. You know, I, don't, I don't need to know every single data sheet about it. Like, I know what that is. Yeah. And besides, and besides the, besides the list, uh, also the, probably one of the most helpful things that was there that I had there was the grand tournament 2021 book. That was actually really handy that I had it on me along with um, my codex. So like I had my cheat sheet, that I always do with like the army list breakdown and then like certain things so I can remember because I'm old and I need like little things to help me remember like specific stratagems and all these other things. So uh, that and I could always just show my opponent like, hey, I'm, I'm using this. Uh, if they ever question it, like I'm like spending one CP to get plus one to wound. Well, what 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 is that? It's this. And then they're like, well, that's on a sheet of paper. Well, I have my codex. So yeah, I can show you in the codex. Yeah. But that- yeah. Um, uh, books like those and also like if you happen to have like the data cards uh, data cards you can't see it if you're listening but if you're watching you can see them <laughs> um, data cards not only help yourself but also help your opponent um, if you're playing an army like Necrons or Admech where you have like protocols or yes or canticles um, you could uh, pull them out if you put uh, the one that you're using on top and that's yep. that's it uh, if you're if you're actually if you're watching if you're not oh well um, I actually got these things from Etsy there's these cool little little uh, Necron uh, tombs or whatever, and they actually stack on top of each other, and they all have a different protocol. Mm-hmm. So you can pick the ones you want, place them down for the one that's active, and then when next battle round comes, like there, so you don't need to remember it, and you can keep them secret, and it's mm-hmm. still all there and easy to work with. I actually have a giant little f- uh, floor, giant little, a little f- uh, floor to lay, uh, however it's pronounced. Lee. Thank you. 
um, of with a whole bunch of dice slots in there, mm. and I use that for all my miracle dice. And I put oh it yeah, to that's the side. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I so if that. anyone wants to know what miracle dice does he have on him, they're all right there and listed. Yeah. Well, and dude, there was a there was an admec guy for you, John P. That actually had like these the he had the canticles or whatever on these little like. Uh, it was like pogs almost, like plastic pogs. Oh. Yeah, it was it was super useful. So, because, like, when he was, like, throwing them out, I was just like, oh. The other cool thing that this guy did, too, was when he was trying, during his uh, movement phase, he would put coins next to my guys to distinguish which ones he knew were his target priority. Wow. Yeah. That man was on point. That's nifty. Yeah. That, yeah, that, that, that was also the guy, too, where I blew up the tank. But, like, <laughs> that man was on point. <laughs> yeah, small things like that are really helpful. Um, I found that it's really nice. We were talking about this earlier, like in a Brazilian uh, steakhouse where they yes. have the, the, the red and uh, green little pucks you can flip over to say if you're, if you're done or, good, uh, or not. Okay. Little things like that in, like, in card form that you can write on, I really enjoy for certain abilities. For example, the Triumph of St. Catherine has a ability to, when someone six inches, uh, or a core unit six inches, uses a Miracle Dice, you can change that Miracle Dice to a six. Mm-hmm. But you can only do that once per battle round. Yeah. And you can use a Miracle Dice once every phase. So it can be pretty easy for you to do it into yeah. shooting and then totally forget that you already did it and, and then you try to do it again in the charge. And that's like, that it might appear like you're either cheating or something, but you just don't remember that you did it already. That sounds really right. easy to mess up. Yeah, so <laughs> having, especially because it's battle round, not yeah. turn. Yeah, yeah. So having a nice card that's red and green, and both of them says St. Catherine's Six Miracle Dice, and if you have it green at the start of the battle round, when you use it, you just flip that thing over, and then it's red. And then you know until next battle round, I already used it, can't do it again. Yeah, red means stop, right? Red does mean stop. Green means go. It depends. Depends on what old people wear. And old people stop at green. <laughs> <laughs> they can't see. But little cheat sheets like that are super nice. Mm-hmm. Um, like when I was rolling for my sacred rites, which are my army-wide buffs for sisters, uh, I often, they had the six cards, and I often would just roll two dice for them instead of picking one because I thought it was fun. And I had to remember what they were every time because it was different every game. So I would make sure I had the two cards there. It's like, oh, wait a minute. I have Spirit of the Martyr. If you kill me in melee on a six, I do a mortal. I got to remember that so I don't forget because then I do and then no one gets hurt. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel that. It's yeah. for me. <laughs> Having rotating buffs. I and mean, even Matt, like he, uh, the game we played uh, with his keepers, he was rolling like traits for his warlord. Oh, traits. his exalted. Yeah. Keepers. So he yeah. had like little sticky notes for each one. Each one had different. That sounds really hard to remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Little things like that. Yeah. So you just little, little ways to help you remind yourself. Or yeah. Cause I'm, I need to construct something for my witches so that when I do my combat drugs, cause mm. I'm probably going to more than likely just roll them randomly to get to, uh, that I'll remember what they are. Uh, and I'm also thinking about creating like a, a, uh, laminated card for uh pain for power from pain ah. so i can remember like what battle round i'm in so yeah it'd be kind of cool a little token too yeah like you can like move it down per battle round yeah, yeah. So i have like a what was it uh the black heart like i could have a black heart mm, yes because uh, you're always so, advanced by and one then, and then and then put everything else on whatever yeah. a yeah. pawn <laughs> yeah or you could even do you got 3d printer you can make something cool that sounds like I can, a lot. I could 3D print a 3D printer. Yeah. Uh, a really Whoa. a really spiky Drukari King chess piece. <laughs> Just move it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. But, yeah, little, little things like that, little trinkets or, or things that help you remember stuff, not only for the benefit of your opponent, 
but mm-hmm. also for you. Um, all which speaking of benefit of the opponent. Yeah. Uh, making sure because well, it's a tournament. You are not obliged or required to tell your opponent anything in particular. Yeah, no. Uh, but it tends to be pretty good sportsmanship to do so. Oh yeah. When I was playing sisters, nobody I fought knew in, what in God's name I was doing yeah. because it's already a confusing army to begin with, and the codex was two one two weeks old. Yeah. Um. So it was constantly like, hey, I rolled these. My entire army has a five up psychic denial, Mister Gray Knight Man. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy that. Uh, or or when I fought Nids, uh, for instance, I was like, hey, I auto-deny on a six, but the Triumph has all six sacred rights always active, so she does it on fives. So when I see you try to cast Catalyst, she's going to be the one who denies it. Or maybe mm. maybe stay away from her more so. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, It's going to be yeah. – <laughs> that just reminds me I was so nervous about Grey Knights in the league and, like – and then I played against them. I was like, "Oh, it's not that bad." But now I'm just like, "Oh no!" Codex, I'm like, yeah. uh, I'm "They're back." About them yeah, they're all back all over again. and better. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And especially with Admech. I mean, John P. You know this, like the having to remember Canticles, like the binaric overrides yeah, or whatever yeah. they are. Doc all those things. Yeah, everything yeah. in the command phase. We we're just pointing, yelling at people, giving them buffs. All the not on top of that, all the buffs that you get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little tokens, while they break immersion a little bit, can be fun where you can put them next to a big blob of Skatari and say plus one to hit, like minus or ignore AP minus one and two. Just small, like little tokens, little things to, to note. I, I mean, honestly, every every single opponent that I went against, like they explained everything. Even when like when I went up against nine Kronos, like I was like, wait a minute, what what's going on? Dark Technomancer. Like I thought I thought that was like no auto hit guns. And come to find out I don't know why my my brain went there when I looked at the FAQ. That's like where my brain went. No, it was not auto hit guns. It was just liquefiers. So like he had nine Chronos with an auto hit gun, and then another gun which is an assault gun, then another gun that's an assault gun with six shots, and he, yeah, it was nuts. But then, but I mean, like every single one of my opponents, every single time, I was just like when I got confused, and I was just like, wait, I thought this. Everybody was super nice. They were like, no, nah, I don't think so. If you want, we can check. And I was like, I'm down. I mean, we can put it on my time. That's fine. So, like, we would look it up and, like, yeah, no. Nah. Often respectable opponents uh, who are there to legitimately be good at the game and play yeah. well, they often deem it the concept that if you don't know what their army does, that then they're winning because you lack the knowledge of something and oh, not yeah. because they're yeah. better than you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'd rather give my opponent every all the information he needs because if I beat him, even when he knows everything, that means that's because I was the better player. I played yeah. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not because I got to him. Yeah, not because I, I messed with him. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, nah, nah, that 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 Drew Carly list went five hundred. So like, yeah, that guy knew what he was doing. Yeah, like. I'll, I'll tell you everything. I'll, I'll give you the key to my house, and I'll still beat you. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do this. I mean, this is exactly what I'm gonna do, and I still beat you. Like, like I, I took that butt whooping, and I was just like. Yep. <laughs> if someone's going to butt whoop you, the Jakari will be the ones. Yep. I was just like, man, I played that art. Like, when we started playing, he's like, do you need me to explain everything? I was just like, well, I, I played Jakari, so I know I know most of what they do. And then, like, he was telling me, like, this is Bloody Rose. Or not Bloody Rose. Bloody Rose. Yeah. Bloody. Blackheart. This is Blackheart. Uh, and then he was like, the, the sisters are from the the Cheriton. Yeah, the, the that sisters. Or not sisters. Witches. 
Where, the cult Ricky, of, dude. you are messing with my brain right now. <laughs> the cult like, of, the cult of Strife. Sisters. Yeah, yeah, Cold Strife uh, with the crazy relic and the warlord trade to deal mortals. And then, of course, Dark Technomancer. And I don't know why, but when he said Dark Technomancer, my brain just went off. Like, it, it said Dark Technomancer, and it was just like, turn off. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> is that your trigger word? <laughs> yeah. Dark Technomancer, brain off. Like, <laughs> so it starts uh, drooling. Uh, 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 <laughs> so... But yeah, everybody everybody was super cool. I mean, it was it was the same thing in the league. Actually, most of my opponents were like super nice. They were like, "Dude, you explained your army perfectly. Thank you." And I was just like, "Really? I, what happened? I blacked out." <laughs> <laughs> you well, just black out from battle. You just you just whoop on people and you yeah, don't remember dude. any of it. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm like Will Ferrell, like during the during uh, old school when he's doing the debate. Oh it's yeah, like, what yeah. happened? I blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> well, also you had what. Morty, three PVCs, two defilers, and like two drones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was still fun. It was yeah. it was it was a pretty fun list because I was just like shooting. It was like playing Tau, but as Death Guard. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, one thing we forgot to mention that we listed down was oh, yeah. um, d- bringing a bunch of different types of dice. Yes, <laughs> um, yes. So bring your standard, maybe sixteen mil or twelve mil, whatever your preference is, but. Um, Remember to bring dude 20s also. We have stuff that's over like six wounds. Um, bringing little dice for um, like wound trackers are very helpful also. So, yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. if you have a lot of tanks, lots of D12s, yeah. they normally have 12 or 11 yeah. wounds. Yeah. Also, make sure your dice are very visible from like like five feet away. Yeah. <laughs> if you Ooh. have like those super colorful ones that are like, you know, blue and purple that are hard mm. to see, uh, uh, people might think you're cheating. <laughs> yeah. uh, also, uh, if you can, a dice tray. Oh, yes. oh yeah, this definitely. is actually something yeah. we didn't talk about. Uh, carrying in your army. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. A lot of people brought um, carts. I yeah. noticed, and they said, "Go get one of those Amazon carts. Put your whole army on. You can just wheel it around the re- the uh, um, the venue the whole time. Yep. And then you can pack it back up in your classic carrying case afterwards." Uh, I didn't do that. I'm gonna do that. I think um, I saw. I, I can't remember. I think it was a frontline gaming thing. But a lot of people had like these MDF uh, trays. Ooh. Yeah, trays. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. For frontlinegaming.org. Yeah, I think so. I think Ooh. so. Frontlinegaming.org. Oh. Frontlinegaming.org. You can get a you can get an MDF tray. So, uh, but yeah, they were using those, and like I didn't I didn't bring that. So like every single time I finished, I had to pack everything back up into the foam, then like walk back around. Luckily, like most of our matches were like really close, so I didn't have to like walk too far. But, like, it was a pain. Like, I had to take everything back out, put it back on the table. And then, like, every, my opponent's already ready. Like, his whole army's on the table. And I'm just like, hold on. I'm fumbling around getting this out. Give me a second. See, I do the exact same with my army. And I was, oh, playing, you did the same I was playing sisters. Oh, oh, with way more models. All back in the foam and all out of the foam every game. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Which tray and or cart. Yeah. Very good idea. Yeah, definitely. I saw, I saw a guy, like... Every time I saw him, I, I giggled because it just looked like he was carting around a a a tool thing, like one of those rolling tool tool, tool oh, chests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just it was a cart with like what looked like a tool chest on top, and it was his army in there. And I just giggled every time I saw it because I was just like, <laughs> "Snap on tools." <laughs> <laughs> um, is think, there anything that we anything major for prep that we did besides like measuring tape and the usual uh, stuff? Well, I already touched on that because yeah. I forgot that. Uh, I don't think so. Um, uh, oh, print out any relevant like erratas, FAQs. Yes, um, yes, that's yeah. nice. Uh, well, okay, obviously have your codex yeah. or supplement if you need it, if, mm-hmm. or if you have it. Obviously, um, perhaps uh, either 
sometimes screenshots of either an FAQ specific things mm-hmm. where it's like, hey, this stratagem got FAQ'd. It's now a CP cheaper or yeah, yeah. more expensive or whatever. Yeah. Small things like that, both for the good of yourself and your opponent. Yep. Oh, um, taking pictures during your games. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. only for memory keepsake, but also to like, uh, that's like film study afterwards. Uh, yeah. yeah, take pictures of like your deployment, uh, take pictures, you know, after specific turns, maybe like turn one, turn two, because those are big turns in the game where you're moving a majority of your army mm-hmm. um, really can help you um, become better as a player. Yep. Uh, maybe like you could take those deployment pictures, post it on like a discord or something that, you know, talks some good strategies and uh, they get some advice that way. Yep. I, I deployed 20 sisters on the line and they all died turn one a double Volkite. And I'm like, hmm. I should not do that next time. <laughs> but then it, you can't really hide 20 sisters. But, yeah, you know, I was like, hmm, owie. Ouch. I deployed Mortarian on the line. But, like. Is that the Kronos game? Yeah, that was the Kronos game. Did like, they, Yeah, yeah. The guy was like, why did you pl- deploy Mortarian on the line? I was like, dude, it didn't matter where I put him. Like, he can be Well, seen. what's the distance of the Kronos weapons? 18 inches. You could back to him a little bit. You could have put him in the back. You could back to him a little bit, fired entropy cannons, and then, like, then brought Dude, I, my, my deployment of that game was really bad. Just because, like I said, my brain turned off. You should have taken pictures then. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He, uh-huh. he said Dark Technomancer. My brain turned off. Literally, I put, like, Mortarian on this side because it was hot dog deployment, long deployment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, So, short board, right? He didn't have far to go. Um, And, like, I put Mortarian on the right on the line, and then I put the foul uh, blight spawn and the, and the death route terminator on the left. And like, w- after that, I was just like, I made, mis- I made a mistake. Yeah. I made a mistake. <laughs> that's a when he error. knew he messed yep. up. <laughs> I was like, I was like the, the picture of the dog with the whole house on fire. And he was like, this is fine. This, this is fine. fine. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. just like, yeah. this is fine. Yeah. <laughs> is there anything else that we need to cover? I think that's it. I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Gentlemen. It might be. Unless John P. You, you, nah, maybe. My, my last point was the picture thing. So yeah. those pictures, pictures, pictures or video. Yeah. Or, oh, dude, you just record your battle reports with the top down camera. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in to episode 214 of chapter tactics if you want to support uh the chapter tactics podcast you can do so at patreon.com forward slash chapter tactics uh you can also uh follow us and all the descriptions in the link down below and uh tune in next tuesday for episode 215 of chapter tactics you can catch us live on twitch.tv forward slash dice check starting at 6 p.m pst Thank you. Have a good one. Bye-bye. See you. Bye.